0: Welcome to Between the Waves, the podcast all about how to create sustainable mental health and help you find a little bit of space between your waves. Hello, welcome to this episode of Between the Waves. Today's episode is brought to you from the back of a van at the beach. I am here doing my very first in-person episode with my very good friend Alex. And as we are wild swimming buddies, we decided to come down to the beach so that we can have a dip straight after the episode. Let me introduce you to Alex. She's founder of Core Stories Yoga and Stay Lit Vibes. Alex is a teacher, speaker and advocate for workplace well-being. The tools, practices and principles that she shares are those she's used to reshape her own life after suffering burnout and emotional exhaustion in 2016. What I really love about Alex's practices. Uh, that the following themes weave through the heart of everything she does so the first one learn through your practice how to incorporate your body movement into your lifestyle weaving positivity from the everyday into your everyday and learning about you for you to stay lit for your life brilliant hi
1: Alex how are you I'm good thank you lovely I'm really happy to be here at the beach
0: I know right the sound may not be great but we're at the beach we've got it's a stunning day the view is absolutely fantastic with a sparkly sea in the background.
1: It is it looks beautiful and it's um
0: really really cool to be able to do this with you in person I think we'd all but given up hope right? Yeah definitely it's been a long time coming hasn't it but we held out and we've made it. So I'm really happy that you've joined me today um, because I know that you've got some really awesome tools to share with our listeners. So, do you want to start by telling us a bit about your mental health journey?
1: Yeah, sure, by all means. So um, it probably started back in 2016, um, as you mentioned in uh, your intro, uh, when I um, I made a very big series of changes in my life. Um, because I was completely exhausted and I'd totally lost myself. Um, I'd been struggling with my marriage and I was struggling with my relationship with my daughter who was three at the time and I was really, really unhappy with work as well. Um, and I I just didn't know what to do about it. I, I th- felt like I'd supported everyone else and, and done all the right things and just was... Like really, really, really suffering. Um, And one day in January 2017, I just went pop. Um, I ended my marriage. Um, I walked out of my job. Um, And yeah, everything kind of changed overnight. Um, And it was crippling, really. Um, I've never felt anxiety like it. I've always been a really shy person. Um, So I suffered quite a lot in my early years. Um, with communication, because I had hearing issues as well, which made me really softly spoken, and um, and I just struggled to express myself generally, so I was always one of those people that supported everybody else, and I kind of bounced between things, never really put myself out there too much, um, and then suddenly I felt completely on my own, um, and I wasn't eating, I think at this point I was probably sleeping about one to two hours, um, like of an evening like lots of broken sleep um, which is completely detrimental as you know to our mental health. Um, I got myself signed off from work um, because I also worked with my husband I should probably explain that. Um, I have to say until um, the last couple of years it had been quite successful so um, please don't be put off if you work with your with your partner it's not always a bad thing Um, but for me, I'd worked in a company that had, had grown exponentially and, um, their work ethic and how they looked after their people hadn't grown with it. Um, and because I worked with my partner often, like there were laptops open well into the evening and, um, I just didn't know how to relax anymore and I didn't know what I wanted. It's all a little bit cliche, The same year I turned 40. Um, so at that point I was evaluating you know, what I was what I was gonna do and what my relationship with my daughter was like, what I was teaching her. You know, I was unhappy, I wasn't doing what I loved. Um and I just I you know, I, I wasn't certainly wasn't lit from the inside out, Hannah Lovely. Um as you know, it's a big part of my philosophy now. Um so I had to do lots of uh lots of reevaluating. Um and most people would think it you'd be quite lucky if you had a year off work, right? Um, and you do all these amazing things. Um, But what I remember really, really clearly is um, I did quite a lot of amazing things that year. You know, I was in the middle of doing this project to overhaul our community space, um, which just happened to all kick off at the same time as my life changing. And so I was committed to it. I couldn't really run away. Um, It kept me accountable, but I don't really remember a lot. So I did all of this stuff and I went on trips and but I don't remember the details um, because I was so focused on where I had to go or what I was supposed to be doing that all the details are really fuzzy. Um, I just remember being there. Um, and that's why one of my uh, my biggest tools in my armour now is about that idea of being present. Because um, it's a really scary thought to look back at a one to two year period of your life and and not really remember a lot and go, oh, but like like just tiny little things like colours or the conversations you might have had or, you know, it's tricky to explain. It's a bit like having brain fog, um, but for a year. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah, I found myself in that, in that headspace and um, had to start working on some things to, to move myself forwards. And my one consistent and my only consistent possibly that year um, was a yoga practice that I um, happened to stumble across on Facebook um, probably about a month before um, everything went boom. Um, I kind of credit it with giving me that conversation internally to have those really hard conversations and change stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And every single day for the next 12 months, um, I did my yoga practice, even if it was just for five minutes. Um, whatever choices I was making that was the one choice I made that worked for me and led me to teaching as you know
0: yeah incredible that's quite a journey and I totally resonate with that not remembering things in that period after I had a mental health breakdown like I'm in therapy now and and we're trying to work through memories and, and the trauma of that time and my memory is so sketchy I just there are big blocks of time that I just don't remember anything it's quite scary yeah it's um
1: I, when i look back at it now i just i uh, yeah, it's not something i can even put into words uh, and i didn't really think about it for a long time um not until probably the last 12 months a bit more as i've been just kind of like working with my journey on talking about things more so um i've started doing like this talking about burnout and, and how it felt, like, both in my body to feel that disconnected and to just kind of navigate all of those conversations and, like, figuring out what I was going to do. And, and just, yeah, when I was looking back, I was just like, oh, okay, so what, what did I do? And, and it, I almost had to kind of read some of the stuff I'd written down at the time, which was really sporadic, because when you're in that mindset, writing stuff out and having to read it back is, is not a nice Thing to do it's not like writing a gratitude journal and going oh yeah that's lovely isn't it i didn't even keep one of those at the time um i just yeah it's just crazy can't even yeah, no. <laughs> okay i still can't put it into words and unless you've kind of been in that experience and we all talk about being present and not perfect and all of the the different goal orientated stuff that goes on but it's it's a scary thing to feel that lost um, and not know what to do um, when you 've got everyone around you, even if you 've got friends and stuff they can't they can 't fix that for you that 's just an inward journey that you 've got to go on and from my perspective like i 'd bounced relationships and i 'd just gone from one to the other and that was my repeating pattern for my entire life um until that time when I became single and I bought a house and I, uh, I obviously have my daughter who lives with me but yeah, single parenting and living on my own has certainly been a huge, huge challenge for me. Um, one I'm glad I've done um, because it's been an incredible journey yeah. and uh, all of those things that I've done along the way, um, we've talked about it a lot. We do, I do the journaling, I do the gratitude journals, I breathe my heart out. A <laughs> um, big fan of the breathing. <laughs> and I I teach, um, I to this day, don't quite know how that works for me. Like I said, when I was growing up, I didn't put myself out there. I would never be the person to stand up and speak. And yet when I stand up to teach yoga, something just kind of clicks in and I'm not mumbling and I'm not too softly spoken. Uh, and yeah, I've worked really hard on that. It's not something that just, just happened, but um, it allows me to kind of express myself and it helps me to help other people. Um, what I've noticed... Um, in that a lot of the people that come through it's just like we're all really, really guilty of just putting ourselves last and we feel like we have to please everybody else. Um, As a mum, like, we've got to put our kids first. As a partner, we've got to put our partner first. As a family member, like, I could go on, right? Um, You know it, uh, and I'm sure lots of your listeners know it too. Um, By far, the best thing we can do is to put ourselves first. and We go, oh, that's really selfish, it's not selfish if you're navigating with kindness along the way to put yourself first. Um, what I realised with my daughter was that I was just teaching her how not to do that. I was teaching her that you know, staying in a relationship that you know, was making you unhappy was the right thing to do. I was teaching her that staying in a toxic work environment um, was okay. Um, and I was teaching her that she has to put everybody else first. And I didn't want that for her and that was my biggest reason by far for all of the changes that I made. Um, So that as she grows up she knows how to look after herself and how to navigate some of that stuff. Um, Because she does rock a little bit of anxiety which is uh, quite frightening. Um, But yeah, I'm confident that uh, she will have some of those tools that I share with everybody else along the way and um, that will help her as well
0: yeah and that's important right you know it's not easy going on that journey when you realize you have that realization that life isn't working for you and you've got to make those big changes like I'm a big believer in you've just got to sit there and feel your way through it like it's it's hard and it's miserable sometimes and it's really damn lonely but you there's no quick fix you've got to just feel it get uncomfortable and and work your way through it, and you know, that's a oh god, I hate this word, but that's a journey that like is constant. I think there are times when that's easier. You know, things are going a bit smoother, or you know, you're just in a better place mentally, and it's easier to ride that out because actually there's a bit less to ride. But sometimes it's really hard, and every so often you get that wave that crashes over your head unexpectedly. <laughs> you're like, oh, now I've got to figure my way through this too. Um, But by having the tools and the practices that you put in place in those easier times, it helps you be prepared to deal with that sort of crashing wave when it happens. Yeah, it does. Um, And I use uh, what I call like the stay lit
1: philosophy, which is to have that stay lit list. Um, And I think as I was young, when I was younger, um, it was definitely more around like big things like going to all these amazing places and, you know, like oh, what could we do next? Oh, we go this, we go there, we'll do that. And yeah, that's great and that's brilliant and they can still be on your list. That's travel, right? That's just one thing, really. Um, but it's lots of different, smaller things. So, like, I love the rain. Um, so I love just listening to the rain and I like wild swimming. So I, I never would have done that a couple of years ago. I would have, wouldn't, probably wouldn't have even done it in a wetsuit. Um, but it's just sitting down and writing out everything that brings me joy and making sure I put some of those into every single day, even if it's just sitting outside and having a cup of tea to myself before Drew gets up in the morning on my deck in the sunshine. There's sunshine in there. Oh, I can do yeah. yoga outside. <laughs> Something else that's on my list. It doesn't always have to be about the bigger stuff because the more stuff that you put into that every day, like you say, when the day doesn't go quite so well and everything kind of falls apart, you still have had that moment and you can still reflect. Maybe if you do keep a gratitude journal, you're like, oh yeah, that happened today. Um, And by far and away, the most important time to have that moment with your gratitude journal is when you are not feeling it, so that you can just find that one thing or those three things, whatever your number, magic number is, everyone has a magic number, um, so that you can just lift yourself and raise your vibration. Um, otherwise like one of the things that I've noticed is when I don't do it and when I stop doing it that's when it becomes really hard and that's when it starts to weigh heavy Um, and like you said it can be terrifying so just having that that little list to look back on and go I'm going to do that I could do that easily today why why would I not do it yeah
0: and that brings us really nicely I suppose to your change one thing so you know people are feeling overwhelmed with their mental health feeling like got to change my whole life to sort it all out you know what's one thing that you'd recommend that you know just simple to start with that one thing we were talking about this earlier (laughs) It's like one thing really um I guess my
1: change one thing is to do one thing um so I was talking a little bit then about that stay lit list um and I find it really easy to have it written out somewhere even if it's on my phone if you're more of a um electronic person um and just to Do one thing on that list. And that's my change one thing for me, because the more of one thing, whatever that one thing is that day, um, the easier um, and more smooth my waves, my waves flow in the ocean, as it were. um, No matter what's going on around me.
0: Oh, amazing. Oh, it's been so lush to do a podcast (laughs) with you finally, and I'm sure there will be more. Um, but thank you so much for joining me, Alex. Thank you, love. Let's go and have a swim. Thank you so much for listening today. Please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it's ready and to help other people find us. See you next time.